0: Shout out to our awesome sponsors, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed obsessed. (laughs) I got today actually the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe and I got the lace bra and the matching leggings and they are so comfortable and I would say that for the bra I have really big boobs and I just thought you know I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them. I don't feel secure and honestly I just think that this Is perfect because it's high neck and it is super supportive, so really, really recommend it.
1: Love it, and I am delighted to report that we are offering a 20% discount that I will be availing of this evening, Fiona, because I love their collection. So if you use the code LoveBites, 20 it's applicable on full price items only this can be used online and in store. so there's two stores in dubai one on al wassal road and one at the beach they also ship globally
0: if you're buying from outside of dubai then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by couture, which is brilliant news thank you so much el couture the following podcast contains strong language and explicit content and if that offends you then I suggest you switch this off. This is a Podcast Now production. She she talks about this method where you basically get a toothbrush and you go as far back as you can before you gag and you basically brush the back of your tongue. And if you do that every single night, you're basically making your like throat and and mouth used to... Who has fucking
1: time for that? I'm sorry. (laughs) What? You actually want me to sit and make myself guy every night so I can give a blowjob like I can get fucked?
0: Welcome to Love Bites, a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about, like when you kind of finish your period and you put a tampon in and then you pull it out and it's dry and it is like nails on a blackboard. Oh Do you know what God. I mean? It's like Sahara funny. You pull it like, you're like. <laughs> oh, today's, today's minge is Sahara minge. It is so, like, it is because so, it happened to me, so basically, I had my coil taken out mm-hmm. on Sunday. So I haven't had a normal period for two years. So my period this week, has been horrific but it okay. keeps like you know when like your period not to talk about periods so much so i really felt we covered it the other week but like <laughs> you know when we didn't, we
1: didn't do this
0: again <laughs> when i know but when your periods stop like it comes in waves you think that it's stopped but it hasn't so like all Absolutely. week it's been like ebbs and flows mm-hmm. of like period and like <laughs> I pulled out, I, I put a tampon in, and then like literally a couple of hours later, I took it out and it was dry and I pulled it out and it's like that, it's that like, it feels like you're pulling your uterus out. It's, yeah, it actually and it's like feels horrible, like the lining
1: is coming away with the tampon. You know, like
0: cotton wool in your mouth? That kind yeah. of feeling, it's like horror. it's like <sighs> nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, we have to talk about this. And I asked my friend today at breakfast and she was like, oh my god, I didn't know. She was like, yes, 100%. And then she said about Phantom, why is it that girls, no matter, we've had our periods now for, what, 20 years? We've had it once mm-hmm. a month for 20 years. And why do we still feel like we can risk it? You get to day three or day four, and you're like, I'm gonna risk it. You know, you've had this period every single month. Hello, white jumpsuit. Yeah, white jumpsuit. In incident. a fancy restaurant.
1: <laughs> I was like, I'm absolutely fine, and then absolute massacre ensued. Or Fiona, why do we not talk about the fact that the vast majority of women have completely like unsymmetrical tits? Like, one's looking at oh, you, one's yeah. looking for you. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I've seen your breasts, and they're beautifully buoyant and actually quite similar. You're probably one of the only people I know that have very symmetrical boobs. Really? Mine are just a shambles. And they then, actually, when I talk to not. my girlfriends about it, they're like, yeah, everybody has that, especially when you start breastfeeding. One's like a big, massive blow-up one, and <laughs> another's like a little deflated balloon. So I would always say that I'm so thankful the fact that i have a decent face and a good personality because my tits are absolutely below par my poor boyfriend he's like they're absolutely gorgeous and i'm like god love you you're,
0: you're such or a keeper we've had this conversation before your tits are great well thank you yeah okay whatever um get in touch
1: we love hearing from you info at lovebitespodcast.com or drop us a dm on instagram if there's anything you want us to touch upon we are the girls for the job Fiona, want how to how's your week? Been how's Dubai?
0: Dubai's great. Um, it is like it's so hot, I just don't even know. Like, I can't even explain it hot to you. hot as balls. It's hotter than the sun. It's fucking awful. But I've had a really great week of work. I have um I got asked by a friend of mine who's single here to download Hinge and download Bumble, mainly because she wanted um, she wanted to what am i trying to say those are the two that she uses she said she doesn't use tinder because she wanted Mm -hmm. me to check out what it was really like because she was like i feel like you can talk about it so i did that i downloaded hinge i downloaded bumble now on hinge okay um in the past when i've had it i've probably tried to be funny and whatever but i was like Mm -hmm. i'm not really going on it seriously i wasn't really I wasn't going on it to like try and meet up with anyone. It was generally for like market research. Research. So I, you know, on Hinge, you have to put the the answers to the questions. Mm-hmm. So they were like, one of the things like I'm looking for, and I put a really honest blunt answer. And I, wondered, and I wondered why, maybe I was like, maybe this is why I didn't get any likes. I literally was like, I want a guy that's got his shit together. I want a guy that likes seeing, but also has fun. I want a guy that um likes watching crime dramas. Like, all this stuff, I did not get one like. (laughs) Um, But I, the talent is so bad. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, my God. Like, I think I knew this already. Like, I don't think that the girls in Dubai who message us, who, you know, who we know are lying when they say that the talent is bad, specifically on the dating apps. Because I don't Mm -hmm. think it is, like, in life, like, what your Mm -hmm. advice you gave the other week. But. Literally, Laura, it was to the point where like, and so I'm sure girls in Dubai, when you listen to this, you will know what I'm saying. I was going through it on both apps. I was checking as well because I was like mm-hmm. Bumble was like marginally better for the first like three swipes, but still not great. It okay. got to the point where I was lowering my standards to try and find someone I liked. Like okay. I was saying Do no so much. Mm hmm. Like you can only, I think you can only get like three likes a day on Hinge. I wasn't even getting. I w- I don't think I liked. I think I liked one person. Oh yeah, I liked one person, and I had remember. I had seen. I've already seen him before on a di- on like Bumble, like from years ago, and he's mm-hmm. the only one. And I don't even think he's that hot. Like literally, you look. You notice yourself lowering your standards. And I asked my friend this. I was like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Do you find that after like? 40 minutes of swiping no you'll just say yes just so that you don't just, feel uh-huh. just to do it and she's like yeah 100% she was like I sometimes say yes to like the worst cretins just because I feel like I'm hook. gonna die alone <laughs> honestly when I was going through it, I was like oh my god I'm gonna die alone if I move when I move back here
1: <laughs> but you know you know what like those um you know the, the answers to that question that you put about like want to sit in but have fun like crime drama that is so you
0: i know and
1: you know somebody that would kind of align with the type of person that you are and the life that you want to lead would eat that shit up but equally if there's a fuck boy out there that just wants to go and have fun and get his dick wet he's yeah. going to be like oh god this girl's too serious and like wants to settle down she's just not for me in which case jog on dickhead and um, totally but interesting fiona um have you actually been out and about uh you know yeah
0: I have, um, I've, not really, I've not really done, because I'm so busy with work, I've not really like gone out for drinks or anything like mm-hmm. that. I did like on the first day, I got absolutely annihilated. A um, good woman. But I was with a group of girls and I wasn't looking around. Because that also happens, that happens, isn't it? When you're, this is also another thing like, I, like, I don't know how anyone meets anyone because unless mm-hmm. you're literally like going on the out on the hunt, because mm-hmm. I was with a big group of girls. you know, there was like seven of us on last Thursday. We got absolutely wasted. Like, but I wasn't thinking once about, oh, there's a hot guy. I don't I don't even I don't even think I Do you knew know what? who was I, in the restaurant. I had
1: this friend that I had to momentarily stop heading out with back in the day because when we went out she was on we were both single at the time by the way Shockfin. but she was on a mission and I find it so
0: yeah
1: irritating and intense the fact that we couldn't just sit and have a chat at the bar like her eyes were never focused on me. they were always darting around the room.
0: yeah, yeah I and know it was exactly just you. like
1: you, we are giving off desperation vibes. Guys don't come and interact with girls that are clearly like on the hunt. Let people come to us when they actually see that we're enjoying ourselves and good crack outside of like, like on a mission, so to speak. Um, and that can be quite off-putting when you're going out with friends like that. There's nothing better than going out with a big group of girls mixed or whatever. And everybody has so much time. fun and people just engage naturally. But yes, quite often um, when I was single, I was cognizant of the fact that we didn't speak to anybody outside of our
0: group. Um, yeah. Yeah when i was younger i think i did but actually do you know what we've got a friend our friend amy mm-hmm. and i'm not going to tell an embarrassing story about her so just caveating that but um she whenever i go out with her i'm laughing so much that mm-hmm. whenever i've gone out with her in the past and actually she used to live in dubai as well and i have gone out with her in the past in like a group and we're lucky' la- because she's literally the funniest person ever everyone's laughing so much that multiple times when i've gone out with her we've been approached by a group of guys being like, what's going on? And like once mm-hmm. I sent her, and she's one of those people where like, she'll just talk to anyone. Like we sent, I sent her to the bar to go get drinks and she didn't come back for like an hour. And I was like, where the fuck is she? I looked at the bar. She is a gregarious like, character. Literally like a sea of men around her. And she was just like basically she's so doing funny. a one woman comedy show. And I remember, it, and I was like, Amy, get the fuck back here. I want my drink. <laughs> and she like well, brought them with her. It talk was about being wasted, right? We oh my gosh yes how was your week our
1: <laughs> first date together in almost oh a year Oh my god! we had our first proper date um he will say we've been out before and we have but we've been out with different people you know um two or three times but we haven't actually had a meal together drink together you know a proper date five yeah so we got dressed up oh. and we went out for a beautiful meal and honestly fiona this is one of the things that he did right in the beginning and it just started to sow the seeds of love and appreciation inside of me so it's the small things right um my favorite wine is chocolate block i
0: love and, chocolate block.
1: you know you, you can get it in very few places especially especially at home and i told him i like chocolate block um And he had three bottles ordered to the house like a couple of days later. And I was like, that shit is just the the wee things. And my best friend, Suzanne, her and I were walking on the beach and I told her that. And she was like, that is the shit that really matters. Not getting flown around the world first class, although that would be lovely. Or the expensive handbags. It's those things that really matter. So we were out in the restaurant and he took the... The wine menu and stuff and, and chose the wine and he was trying to order the wine without me knowing which one it was and he was like if we can get that wine the second one from the bottom the bottom and the waiter was like oh the chocolate block and he was like oh I was trying to surprise her with that and oh, I was like babe you're just such God. a fucking dreamboat like I cannot tell you how amazing you are and um, so I haven't been out for the most part in a year and I am such a wild extrovert. Yes, I was I melting the heads, clean off everybody in Belfast. So we what went to a gorgeous restaurant. Okay, I'll get to Melter in a minute. I went to a gorgeous restaurant, um, called Dean's. It's like one of our famous restaurants at home. And I ushered over the owner of the restaurant, who's like a celebrity chef. His name's Michael Dean. And I'm like, Michael, Michael, come on over and have the crack with us. This is in his packed restaurant. I made him sit down beside me and just talk shit at him for 10 minutes. He was like, I need to get back to the kitchen. I was like, okay, catch you soon. Like I'd known him all my life. Melter self. So basically a melter means you just melt it? somebody's head. You do yeah, somebody's head mean? in.
0: Are you doing someone's head in? Like, so, yeah.
1: It, it's not like a horrible thing. Like, oh, he's a melter. Just like he's a bit of a dose, a bit annoying, a bit... Okay. Like, anyways, just it, it's kind of a negative was... comment, connotation, but playful, you know. Then we went to one of the nicest bars in Belfast called the Merchant Hotel and got so effed up on strong ass cocktails. And again, I was talking to everybody. And my boyfriend was like, Laura, just chill the fuck out. Nobody can Isn't even pass the table. Isn't he quite as well?
0: Like, he's he's quite, very like, quiet, sense, very like, introverted. Sh- he
1: doesn't need to speak to anybody else except for me. Like, he is more than happy in my company. Yet people were walking on, Laura, past and I was I like... I need
0: to pause one second. I need ahead, to get a cushion for my butt because it is it's like pure going numb. numb. I'm sitting yeah, on tiles. Give me one second. I'm one second. Really
1: professional. Take your time. Take your time.
0: Take your
1: time. Trust in me. Mm-hmm. Insecurity Okay I'm here Carry me. on Um. Anyways Basically everybody that walked past I was like a meerkat I was like Hello uh, How are you how's, how's your day been What have you been up to Are you having a good date And then this one couple In the end Politely said Listen we're actually trying to enjoy A private date here And I was like You know what This is my cute oh, life I'm God. actually being such a knob Such a good time And then we were meant to do The podcast yesterday Fiona, yesterday I thought that my life was about to end. You did have my lips. Was fucking dying. I woke up in the morning. I thought I was on the way out, and my new little puppy thought that was the perfect time to vomit up his breakfast
0: and then eat. Can we post the, the video?
1: Regurgitated food. What?
0: Can we post the video? Oh, you sent me a video. Me. It's you know disgusting. What? Potentially, we can
1: potentially it's we disgusting. can because I thought it's that disgusting. was a bit
0: of and also like it's
1: it's very normal for dogs to do that no, so I is. didn't post it because I thought people would call the RSPCA for animal cruelty no, but more apparently more. it's completely normal for dogs to eat their own vomit but when you're hanging out of your arse Ugh, to no. watch your dog eat <coughs> its own regurgitated vomit Ugh, anyways besides from that great time uh, lovely first official date together Do you know, Laura, though,
0: when you talk about your boyfriend, it's just... It's like the benchmark of what I would like because Mm -hmm. I have sat with you in our old office stockroom where you've cried about your ex-boyfriend and Mm -hmm. we were all like, you're in a terrible place, get the fuck out. And Mm -hmm. you were so low. And to hear Mm -hmm. you talk about him in this way is just so heartwarming. And for a friend as well, like to hear... To hear you talk about it like this. It's just the best thing ever. And you know what? It makes me happy. warms
1: my own soul. And it's something that I really want to make the point about anybody listening. If you're in... A relationship that isn't serving you if you're in an unhealthy relationship and this isn't to say by the way that the guy or your partner isn't a good person in their own right but sometimes the relationship combination and dynamics has become so toxic and eroded that it's just dangerously unhealthy and i've been in a situation where i was so low and I was crippled by my inability to take action. I was petrified of being on my own. But then I got to the point where I physically could not keep going. I hit a wall and I knew that my mental health would continue to degradate. And anybody out there that's in a relationship like that, I feel you. And just put one foot in front of the other and you will get to the point where you muster all the self-confidence and self-worth and you walk away and trust me nobody ever leaves a toxic relationship and regrets it and there is hope and there are amazing people out there and they will come in your path once you have the balls or the confidence to leave so thank you for making that point Fiona pardon you do
0: that I love when you like TED talk and you're a bit like inspirational you know when when something
1: really hits you know it's like the lack of sex thing i'm just want to talk about something really quickly i love people in northern ireland they're so open like too much information so you know if people are listening to this and they're not from northern ireland they might think that i'm a bit much but actually it's the vast majority of people back at home so there's a guy in my gym and he was saying oh i listened to your podcast i actually um there's no way that I can possibly offend you. And I was like, absolutely not. His counterpart was listening and was like, oh, what's this? What about this podcast? And I was telling him. Within two minutes, this guy told me, he went into detail about a sexual issue that he has. Never met the guy, by the what way. The and issue? within two minutes, he was telling me like his deep, that. Be- deepest, darkest <clears throat> sexual secrets. He's a bodybuilder. And oh my he is... A bodybuilder and he Not, yeah. takes steroids, but steroids are completely legal. By the way, it's th- 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 maybe some people would say they're in impurities, purties, but he is a steroid regular steroid taker, and he said the six week that he the six weeks that he is taking steroids, he would, buck a hole in the wall, which basically means you would shag anything that walks. He has got the most amazingly high moods. He is overjoyed with life. But when he comes off those steroids and mm. naturally there's ebbs and flows, he couldn't get turned on by anything. He gets seriously depressed or at least low moods. Yeah. I've and heard this. he said that that steroid issue is actually huge. But of course, men don't talk about it. Um, and he asked me to do a little bit of investigation on this. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to investigate falling short of actually injecting myself with steroids. But I thought it was a very something... To bear in mind because it's something that I was never I wasn't even aware of the steroid thing, um. It is quite. Is that something you've never?
0: Yeah, I mean, like obviously I've not, I've not gone out with anyone that's been on steroids. Mm -hmm. Mhm. But it just
1: shows Fiona, men have the same worries and concerns that women do. You know, he talked very openly about his lack lack of sex drive during his downtime of steroids, and they're just as concerned. They just don't open up about it. Now, this guy was Pandora's box. He was fucking awesome. He just, it was like verbal diarrhea. It just shows that it's on the tip of everybody's tongue. And sometimes you just need to provide somebody with a safe space. And when I say safe space, I mean no judgment. To me, that's when people truly open up. If they feel that the person that they're speaking to isn't going to judge them for their quirks or their issues Mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, if you provide people with that, safe space the vast majority will open up and just tell you things that have been bothering them for the longest time
0: but that's why people open up to us because even before this podcast though both you and i were probably people that people told things to because we're not judgmental hence why we Mm -hmm. have ended up having this podcast and it's Mm -hmm. the kindest thing you
1: can do for somebody is provide them with a space of no judgment and i you, cannot I judge never a single judge. person I mean,
0: no some of the shit i've done
1: everybody has you know what if you're going to get judgy and a lot of people do it and they are people that i no longer have around me you had better look at your past the years gone by and you need to put your hand in your heart and say that you've never done anything that you regret you made a mistake that you're not proud of that yeah. you wouldn't tell your mom and dad about um, and there's basically nobody out there That can hold their hands up and say that So I don't be that, a judgy wanker And if you I, are one And if you think you've got a tendency to be judgy Just check yourself mm. And yeah the kindest thing you can do for somebody um, Whether it's talking about a sex issue An emotional issue A mental health issue A financial issue can be anything Just sit back and actually listen to somebody With no judgement um, Fuck that I go on just massive fucking Rampages here. I don't know where it's coming from.
0: Sorry about that. I love it. Keep going. It's very inspiring, Laura. Tell us about our letter.
1: I'm very excited about this one.
0: So we have a letter today. With, I'm just noting the time down because I didn't. I have. I never do it. And then every week, JJ's like, "When's the letter?" And I'm like, "Um." So I'm just (laughs) noting. Really professional. Just an insight, oh, a bit God. behind the scenes about how we do this. By the way, I want
1: to talk about how professional we are. Fiona's actually sitting. sat in her friend's wardrobe. I'm not joking, you. There's a reel of coats behind her oh, head. Laura, take a she picture. sat on the floor of a closet.
0: Take a picture. The reason why I'm sat here, and I'm apologise if the sound is not that good, because last week. <laughs> <laughs> I've god. Go. Like, the microphone is in between my legs. It looks like a little erect penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh so god. Right, continue with yeah, this dumb letter. Go for a anyway, check. Sorry. I'm sitting in a wardrobe because the clothes are muffling the sound so that it's not echoey for you. Okay. We have a letter about a subject that I think many people have an issue with. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of girls actually in many spaces have spoken to me about it. And I think it's a really important one because I think there is a, it's, a, it's a source of contention for a lot of sexual experiences because I do not think a lot of people know how to do this. Kind of like Laura saying that at the age of 36, she still doesn't know how to ride on top. Mm-hmm. It's a sim- I would say it's a similar par problem. I am okay. getting
1: better by the way. I've de- I'm getting I'm better bad. with that one, yeah. Right. Talk about that next time.
0: <laughs> do it. You can do a demonstration. Right. Yes. Do a de- right and draw a <laughs> diagram. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. story, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Hi, Lauren, Fee. I'm thirty-two, and I really struggle with giving a blowjob. I don't know what it is, but I'm okay with everything else. I feel like I never do it right, and I ne- never made a guy come. I find it really uncomfortable, and I gag really easily. So after many years of being single, I finally found a boyfriend who I really like. He loves it as all men do and I really want to be good at it for him. Do you have any tips? Because reading about it online makes me cringe. Fair enough but online. <sighs> because it's a bit cringy and I never know if I Do you know what?
1: Blowjobs are a minefield, but I feel like we overcomplicate them
0: and we yeah, shouldn't. Tell me your tell me your two cents on this, Laura. Because you're so. you're not a cum swallower, you're not a oh, oh, salty absolutely. swamp swallower. I am I am a
1: self confessed, like I am a fucking cum vacuum. I, oh no, that's wrong. <laughs> that's I don't like I don't like Hoover it up. <laughs> the opposite. Um, I'm you're a, a cum, cum, cum repeller. I'm a cum repeller. It's just not for me. <clears throat> and a lot of women are not into swallowing. And for me, the reason that I don't do it is I had that really bad first experience and yeah, yeah. Um, like the first time I got a blowjob and it just kind of really turned me off more than that if I the prospect of swallowing at the end of a blowjob was there I wouldn't enjoy the act
0: of the blowjob itself if that makes sense yeah. because I'd be do like, you like oh god giving, now this is a question do you like giving blowjobs good question do you enjoy it
1: enjoy enthusiasm for a blowjob <laughs> waxes and wanes Along with my sex drive, right? Yeah. So when I'm super horned up, I could gobble it down like <clears throat> the a snack, is the right? Word. Gobble it like a wee snack. When my sex drive is a little bit lower, which I've been very honest, it is at the moment, that naturally decreases too, if that makes sense. So you know what? For the most part, I really enjoy it. Mm. As long as you're doing it with a partner who is respectful, i.e. not grabbing your head and pushing it down, up and down, that you're gagging. And it's fine yeah. if you're into that, but <clears> that's <throat> something you definitely need to agree on beforehand if you like that kind of rougher um, rough and less play. think that's why it's called
0: head? Because, you know, is is it, it, a blowjob's called head. Is it because yeah. they push the head down?
1: Because they're holding your head. I mean, I'd really like to think not because that's a really obnoxious act, but, it. I mean it could be we can do a little bit of research on that but yeah even the fact it's called a blowjob, job there's no blowing but that's another conversation I really do enjoy it if I'm doing it with a, a partner that is respectful um I, I you know what I think I used to be really 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 good at blowjobs jobs back in the day when mm. I actually made a bit little bit of an effort and an ex-boyfriend told me I give him the best blowjob job of his life and I have this technique right better. It's nothing, to be honest, I haven't done in a while because I'm just a bit over it. So, first of all, the focus of the blowjob shouldn't be lick, 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 lick right away. It should just be moistening the area. A little bit of spit, a little bit of, you know, massaging the area. So this way I did, and I'm going to demonstrate this, is when you have the the head in your mouth, right? You don't need to gobble it up right to the the root. (laughs) The balls or whatever just give that a nice little lick and with the rest of the shaft make sure that's really wet and well lubricated mm. and with your hands put both of your hands on the penis and kind of twist them so the yes. hand one go one goes yeah. clockwise one goes anti-clockwise anti so it's basically like getting like a lot of friction there but obviously just, with the moistness it's not like sahara minge or whatever and that do was it again, do it again more, fucking hell <laughs> so that's what um, somebody told me was the best technique I don't think I've done that in a long time but I should probably crack that pony out because it was actually very very enjoyable um, you know, and Fiona are you like though. a ball licker?
0: okay so first of all with that technique with the double handed twist let's call it mm-hmm. that with the double handed twist sometimes it's quite difficult to do the penis is a little bit too small so you can just do it with one hand
1: Very good point. Very good point. So
0: what Laura is basically, to summarize Laura's tips, a wet mouth, make sure Mm -hmm. it's super wet. I would add to that by saying that I actually think that the, I think that lube is the best thing to happen to sex. And I don't think many people use lube. I don't. Yeah, if you use lube. That's really interesting you will multiple orgasm so much more because the reason when you orgasm as a woman you will your vagina automatically gets a bit drier so if you've got lube you're basically keeping yourself wet which makes it obviously you you can continue because obviously women can multiple orgasm if you try so Mm -hmm. i would also recommend that if you are going to do laura's double-handed twist method or just the one-handed to put some lube on your hands and then go for it because sometimes it's that would really obviously have difficult. to be a flavored
1: lube right well
0: i mean a lot a lot of lubes are edible there is a okay. specific lube that i absolutely adore
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's called or wo- play um it's like a also you have to be really careful with lubes because a lot of them are really toxic so i would okay. look into them always use an organic natural lube um, okay. So, a woom or play is actually like, it's. you can use coconut. Sorry, oil, I'm, to be I'm with you. repeated woom and play. W- no, woo, W O O, more, M-O-R-E-P-play. I thought woom
1: was a very on sassy yeah.
0: name for a, a, um, a lube. So, not woom and play, woo. Woo, more uh, play. Um, okay. it's like a coconut, it's like a coconut oil based lube, but you can't, to be honest with you, you can use coconut oil. Coconut oil is a fantastic lubricant and it's natural okay. and it's edible. Like it will also probably taste nice, smell nice. So I put that on your hands and then go for it. Um, I also would suggest, so another tip. <clears throat> so I asked one, one of our friends who is, um, Who's gay and he and it is Pride Month. So this is also tips. I mean, I don't feel like we need to give tips to gay men because I feel like they, they know they, they probably give the best blowjobs out of anyone. Absolutely. Um so that's why I asked him. And he actually gave the exact same tip as Laura did, and he was like, always have eye contact, and he was like, the best position for a guy to be in, um, to give the best blowjob is for him to be sitting at the edge of the bed okay so and we discussed this me and him yesterday in length because we actually came to the conclusion that girls can tend to be I mean not all girls but maybe a little shorter than the guy so kneeling down Mm -hmm. can be like I'm really short. so uh, if a guy was like six foot or over if I'm kneeling and he's standing I wouldn't be able to reach the peen but if he's sitting mm-hmm. down and, and he was like, this is actually a really good position for a guy to be in. And he was like, it's the most comfortable. If you're okay. if the guy's sitting at the edge of the bed and you're kneeling down. And so he's mm-hmm. sitting and you're kneeling basically over him. And then you're literally in the perfect position with your head to basically go down. Because a lot of the time, what is really difficult, and I think this is where it can be uncomfortable, not in your mouth, but generally for your whole body is when the guy's lying down and you're basically lying down as well like mm-hmm. over him whereas if you're kind of kneeling upright it's a bit more it's a bit easier now okay. with the gag thing totally mm-hmm. get it i also have a really bad i i gag quite easily what do you do you gag <sighs> i would be a gagger a but sometimes when
1: i really put my back into it and i'm like yeah, blah, 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 I'm gobbling gag. up i would it would it would make me gobble but um some guys don't like it
0: well, I
1: mean, <laughs> saying gobble. I need a fucking this turkey. Word. This
0: is the word. Is the MVP of the podcast. <laughs> it's oh, the fucking dear. worst word ever as well. I know, I know. I know. I know.
1: I know. I know. I'm sorry, guys.
0: Um. So I had this method. Okay. I haven't tried this method about gag reflexing. So I actually... So I think it totally depends on the guy. Some guys really like you to like fucking gag and like you're like slobbering all over. You're doing the mm-hmm. block block one thousand. I'll explain that in a second, but basically that's just like a, it's the name of a kind of blowjob where it's basically super slobbery and like you're gagging and like you're being sick mm-hmm. and all this shit. Some guys don't like that, obviously, but if you're wanting to go deeper, especially this is also, I guess this is for girls whose partners have a bigger penis. I personally mm-hmm. don't like giving blowjobs to big penises. I think it's really mm-hmm. uncomfortable. It hurts your mouth. I'm not into yeah. it. So this <laughs> this method is, um, I heard it on a podcast with um sex with emily i think i've mentioned her before emily morse she's on instagram she has her own podcast it's called emily sex with emily she's a sex expert um she's really amazing i'll link her podcast in the show notes because there are like a thousand topics um and she can probably talk more expertly and in more detail than laura and i basically talking about gobbling penises um she she talks about this method where you basically get a toothbrush and you go as far back as you can before you gag. And you basically brush the back of your tongue. And if you do that every single night, you're basically making your like throat and, and mouth used to used Who to has it.
1: fucking time for but that? I'm I... sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. You actually want me to sit and make myself gag every night so I can give a blowjob like I can get fucked. But I mean, I yes, good for you. If you've got a partner with a big, massive dick and you want to kind of... Yeah, like,
0: like I just... It's just not like if I, it's so oh, disappointing. Not for me,
1: bye. Not for me. No, I'm but, sorry. I just don't give, I don't care that much to, to actually do that to myself. Every sometimes evening. I'm
0: disappointed. Like if I look down there and it's too big, I'm just like, oh. oh I'm I find it able to.
1: And it's actually one of the best blowjob articles. I'll link it in the show notes. It's actually commissioned by Superdrug. So Superdrug is a UK pharmacy and they they clearly commissioned some sort of like sexual research. This is so interesting. So firstly, the three tips that men have on their partner giving them a good blowjob, no teeth goes without saying, lots of spit or edible lubricant and this is actually a very important point that we haven't touched upon, enthusiasm. If you're down there giving a blowjob and you clearly can't be arsed and you're like, oh for fuck's sake, when's this over? You're like, I don't know, looking around the room or like on your, TikTok or whatever and um, it's that would be a real turn off right yeah, you know totally. you have to actually enjoy it if you're going to go down there put your fucking back into it otherwise a man just feels completely deflated um there's a few stats here that i think are really interesting so they surveyed just over 1000 european and american men and i found the, fi- the the findings very interesting so one in 3 men said blowjobs were somewhat too very important in their sex lives more than 22 percent identified receiving <clears throat> oral sex as either moderately or extremely important to their sense of sexual satisfaction whereas only one in four women rated blowjobs as somewhat important so this shows the disparity right
0: yeah That's
1: and i'm very very guilty of this There. Blue jobs are really quite important to men and to women they're not so much and I do feel like personally I have to remind myself sometimes that you have to like give and take mm. and I'm with a total giver and sometimes I don't take advantage of that but sometimes I maybe neglect him and I, I do need to have a word with myself and say right come on pull the finger out here Laura and get cracking Um, maybe roughly 30% of men a admitted that pick Receiving blowjobs over traditional intercourse If forced to choose That is huge Say that that, that again Roughly 30% of men admitted that they'd pick Receiving Mm -hmm. blowjobs over traditional intercourse If forced to choose So it's really important And I feel like we just shouldn't Neglect it as much No Um, How long do you think the average Blowjob lasts (sighs)
0: 10 minutes
1: Okay, bang on. So 10 minutes and yeah, roughly 10 minutes. That's a long time. My blowjobs, I'd say, would be lucky to pass the two minute mark. And that's something that after
0: reading this article i'm going to make a concerted effort do you do it as like a warm a warmer up or do you do it as an act on its own because i think a lot of the time girls will do it like you know when a guy fingers you it's usually finger god i sound like i'm 15 it's usually to like warm you up so that they can have sex the same with going down on a girl i mean not always but sometimes it's like a a warming up and i think a lot of girls use blowjobs to warm up and we don't actually Uh continue And do you know what
1: the thing is, and I feel like for some people it's like a box ticked
0: box ticking exercise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're so short on
1: time. Like when we go and have a shag, I'm like, okay, we've got like two minutes because you know you're heading to work, I'm doing this. And it just sucks so much the romance out of it. If you're gonna go to bed together, dedicate like give yourself enough time that you can do it without Mm. rushing through. Another point on swallowing. This made me feel much better actually. 50% Fifty percent of men, a solid fifty, said that swallowing was of no importance to the actual overall yeah. enjoyment of the blowjob, which I'm really happy to hear about. Only four point four percent said it was extremely important that a a their partner swallows. Yeah. Um, and I find that very refreshing, because if a woman isn't into swallowing, and according to this survey in you know the European um contingency. of women admitted that they never swallowed. I'm in that 35.5% and I feel absolutely no shame on that.
0: Um, If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. So
1: a a bit of a minefield. Um, A lot of techniques and a lot of... uh, But I think that the key is to When you're doing it, actually make an effort to enjoy it and let yourself get lost in the moment and not let it be just something that has to happen before the actual sex. Let it be an act in itself. Mm, And of course, if you're struggling to get into it a little bit, once you see your partner visibly enjoying enjoying it. it and you can feel it and you can see it, that gives you such a boost. And, you know, the moister, the better. Keep those teeth away get a wee bit creative with your hands.
0: I've got another one. I've got I've got a quick tip to finish. Tell me. And then I'm going to tell you about this other thing, which is the Tell me about your girls. tip,
1: excuse the pun. Go ahead. <coughs> so- <laughs>
0: <laughs> Clever. Um, if you have a vibrator, put it under your chin or against your cheek. So it's basically you're vibrating your mouth. Right. So basically okay. give, the vibrations will help with the sensation
1: okay and listen this is another thing another point worth noting if your partner likes a wee finger up the butt this is the perfect time seriously there's a lot of yeah men but they're like, gonna they have to like be it. standing
0: for that they have to be standing so you can't like no they do don't it. no they absolutely do not if they're so lying you on get... their back yeah how would you get it up there you, just... you I mean, have to what like
1: the... no, no, no no their butt's already kind of exposed you just have to slip okay. your finger in um this is not something that my boyfriend's into before all his friends be like, oh, I hear you like fingers up the hood. Um, but I have had a partner in the past that really thoroughly enjoyed a finger up the butt. So not. if he's it's into that, you know, that's the perfect time to also marry the blowjob with a fondling of the testicles or yeah, shoving the a balls. finger up the butt.
0: The and there's a lot neglected. of guys that also
1: like to have their balls sucked. And I think the yeah. key is G-back actually asking your partner what, what do you they like? like? Do you enjoy this? Do you want me to suck your balls? <clears throat> Am I going too fast? Am I going too slow? Do you yeah. want me to use my hands more? Just like having a bit of crack and a bit of open conversation. And one of the guys says he loves nothing more when a girl's down there, and kind of talks dirty. Again, that's something you need to be comfortable with. Like, oh my god, I love your cock. It tastes so good. Oh my god, give me more, yummy. If you're into that, that's the perfect time yeah, to that crack is the it out.
0: And um, I'm gonna give so. Just to, like, not neglect the girls too much in this. Um, so, obviously, we just did discuss more about vagina taste a couple of episodes ago. So, I mm-hmm. heard about this method that is basically how guys go down on girls. The regular way that we all know is actually not the right way. Right, so okay. usually... demonstrate, let me just show you. So I've literally pointed my camera to my vagina for Laura. Um, So usually a guy's head is like directly straight in front of you like Mm you have the gynaecologist and he's his head is like straight forward. Yeah. Actually where he should be is the head should be perpendicular to your vagina. So basically I'm like (laughs) this.
1: Oh my Jesus Christ, Fiona, you're actually giving me a proper show here. Okay. Oh my God, I cannot unsee this. You've got the tiniest shorts on as well. I'm so sorry. So the head should be, the the man should be on his side then? on on
0: his side. So if you lift your leg up like this and he's going underneath like this to the side. So he's basically perpendicular instead of straight on. He's perpendicular, and he's coming at you from the side. So it's basically a thigh-to-thigh action rather than up-and-down action because, so basically, the reason for this... I'll put my leg down. The reason for this is because the nerve endings of your vagina and your clitoris is actually a lot the the like the circumference or the surface area of your nerve endings is basically your whole vagina. It's not just like one area. So when your when the head is perpendicular, like to the vagina, not mm-hmm. straight on, his tongue will basically be wider to get more of the nerve endings from that side.
1: I never thought the word perpendicular and going down and somebody would be combined in the same sentence, and I feel like a lot of our listeners are going to have I problems will, envisaging I will, this. Yeah,
0: let me post. Can you it, link? Can you link this, link this in the show the, notes? I'll link it in the show notes. Let me find an article. Um, I know there is one. I might just link the. I'm not going to link Sex with Emily because she talks about it, but I will. I will link the article. Because I'm going to be honest, I'm diagram. not entirely sure what I know. What perpendicular means? It just means so like straight on is his head basically if you imagine you're at the gynecologist and she's looking at you yeah i know that's that basically so perpendicular there. is the it's twist basically, twist he's basically lying on his lying on his front across your body so his head is okay his going to please across. link that because I'm i link feel it. like that's super because interesting and i'd it, like to give that a bash but i, promise I just you, need to clarify have, first of all people have tried it it's called the kivin method the kivin. what method it's called the kivin method so k-i-v-i-n kivin the Kibben method. And um, everyone who's tried it has basically said their sex life basically completely, like drastically changed when their partner um, started doing this. Because if you think about it, like when you are masturbating, no one, well, I mean, maybe you are, you're not going up and down, you're going side to side always. So that's basically what you're replicating with a tongue. And I really think it has something to do with when you're licking up, yeah, that's it.
1: Okay, let's link that in the show notes for sure. That is
0: super interesting. I think it's something to do with the tongue, basically getting more of the surface area. That's my. Do you know what? I to try one it. for the team. to try, try this. Yeah, please try it because I've I've never tried it, but I've, re- I've heard of, I've heard like amazing things about it. I think i really are... Actually, I've never I've never tried it. I'm obviously single, <gasps> so. I do you understood. know what?
1: I'm gonna take one for the team and okay, I am going please, to give please, that a go. And Santa, do you it know it. what? I think that's what I'm gonna do literally
0: after we sign off. Okay, well, perfect timing because we are done. And I'm really excited to hear. Don't tell me though, you have to tell me next week. It was so lovely to talk to you so as always. Me talk to you. Well, I um I hope that the sound from the wardrobe is okay. And next week I will be recording from Santorini. Oh, what a day.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: well and the best time anyways have a good week thank you to everyone please do write in um, if you have any questions um, I hope you gave enough tips to be honest with you my main thing with the blowjob thing is if you don't if you're with a partner I think Laura's right if you're with a partner and you feel comfortable you've gotta be communicative and ask mm-hmm. him what he likes and then I mm-hmm. think it will, you'll feel more confident
1: And don't swallow if you don't want to swallow. It's not rude.
0: Totally fine. And if
1: a guy's putting his hand on your head and keeps on pushing it down, then fucking punch him in the balls if you're not into it. If you're into it, then crack on.
0: Totally agree. On that
1: note, we love you. We love hearing from you. So drop us a wee DM on Insta. And we'll speak to you all soon. Love you. Love you.